I'm Dennis Estoposi of Business Mirror, and this is The Bouldering Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Bouldering Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter BG Kabog and comes out every Monday. Today, we podcast week 25 of the stock market outlook for June 20, 2022 to June 24, 2022. Let's get on with the story. Share prices tumbled last week with the main index returning to the 6,300-point level on a huge sell-off after major central banks in the world decided to raise policy rates to combat rising inflation caused by supply issues. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index lost 198.48 points or 3% to close at 6,331.56 points. The main index was down for most of the week, falling the most on Wednesday, regaining half of the losses the next day, but again, giving up more points last Friday. Most central banks are expected to raise key rates after the U.S. Federal Reserve hiked its benchmark rates by 75 basis points, the biggest since 1994. The move surprised the market since it was only expecting an increase of 50 basis points. The average daily value reached 6.68 billion pesos, with Friday having the biggest value at 11.52 billion pesos, compared with other days with only around 5 billion pesos. Foreign investors, which cornered 48% of the trade, were net sellers at 3.68 billion pesos. All others of incest ended on the red, led by the All Shares Index, which lost 116.88 points to close at 3,394.95 points. The financials index was down 19.48 to close at 1,554.58. The industrial index fell 292.75 to close at 8,795.17. The holding firms index retreated 239.92 to close at 5,788.01. The property index declined 77.54 to close at 2,968.44. The services index plunged 77.52 to close at 1,707.61. And the mining and oil index dropped 271.60 to close at 11,584.96. For the weak losers, edge gainers 183 to 46, and 19 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Filipino Fund Incorporated, Philweb Corporation, Anchor Land Holdings Incorporated, Capwealth Property Philippines Incorporated, Rojas Holdings Incorporated, and Double Dragon Corporation. The top losers, on the other hand, were Mackay Holdings Incorporated. Lorenzo Shipping Corporation, MJC Investments Corporation, Ace and Exor Incorporated, Megawide Construction Corporation, and Altus Property Ventures Incorporated. 
share prices may continue to fall this week as investors are expected to seek safer havens as interest rates rise. The market is bracing for the next move of the Policymaking Monetary Board of the Banco Central ng Pilipinas, which will meet this week. Broker 2 Trade Asia said it will be interesting how the local central bank will communicate its future policy. The U.S. Fed has committed to another 50 to 75 basis points interest rate hike next month. Congressman Joey Salceda said over the weekend that disinflationary efforts by the United States are something that needs close monitoring. Salceda, chairman of the House Committee on Ways and Means, has said that the United States will at some point have to undertake larger disinflationary efforts than the 75 basis points in policy rate hikes that it conducted last week. In a statement over the weekend, Congressman Salceda said the massive 5% disinflation by U.S. monetary authorities is a key risk to the economic recovery of the Philippines. Congressman Salceda said that this inflationary effort in the U.S. seeks to curb the rise in prices of goods and to bring its liquidity levels to its pre-pandemic trajectory. Congressman Salceda said it appears that the United States will have to undertake measures similar to what it undertook in the early 1980s under then-chairman of the Fed, Paul Walker, which brought prices back to more normal levels but also hit the global economy hard. Congressman Salceda said he's particularly concerned about two things. The first, Congressman Salceda said, is the U.S. May inflation rates that were the highest since 1981 at the height of Walker-era policies to combat inflation. Second, the United States has added $6.3 trillion in liquidity since January 2020, the lawmaker said. In other words, about a third of all liquidity circulating in the U.S. economy was created just during the pandemic, Congressman Salceda said. Describing it as the biggest forward risk to the Philippine economy, Congressman Salceda said coordinated fiscal, monetary policies, and efforts in both the financial and the real sectors of the economy are needed as the country's strong defense. Congressman Salceda said, and quote, that is the fastest money that ever grew in U.S. history, and it's causing massive demand spikes without the corresponding growth in productive capacity, raw material, or technology and innovation. Of course, it was bound to cause price hikes. Congressman Salceda added, and quote, for mature economies like the United States, the bedrock of the economy is price stability. So they will be forced at some point to kill that new money to siphon it off of circulation. Congressman Salceda explained that due to Walker-era policies in the United States in the 1980s, U.S. economic growth was negative, causing the slowest Philippine growth in 10 years at just 3.4% in 1981, presaging the eventual economic difficulties of the mid-1980s. Congressman Salceda added, and quote, it's going to cause a global storm because you will probably need to kill around 20% of all financial assets in the U.S. economy. That is the largest definitionalization of the global economy will experience in nominal terms ever. Congressman Salceda added, and quote, and that kind of money murder will certainly affect at least some assets in the country and will also make borrowing harder for our private sector, which has around $43 billion in external debt. 
Still, Congressman Salcedo said the Philippines is very strong due to comprehensive fiscal reforms and investment and trade liberalization reforms. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas noted that the gross domestic product growth of 8.3% in the first quarter of the year and the steady decline of unemployment to 5.7% in April are good omens that the country's economic recovery is well underway. The central bank said in a statement, and quote, the steady upturn in credit activity, ample domestic liquidity, and favorable market sentiment should also help boost economic activity. Consumer confidence has improved in the first quarter, while the country's foreign direct investments yielded net inflows in March, the Banco Central ng Pilipinas said. The central bank further said that domestic labor conditions are expected to improve and are now approaching pre-pandemic levels due to the eased mobility restrictions earlier imposed to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Unemployment peaked at 17.6% in April 2020. Inflation, meanwhile, is also expected to taper. The Banco Central and Filipinas said, notwithstanding the recent spike in global commodity prices, the inflation target of 2% to 4% by 2023 remains attainable. However, the central bank said that inflation is expected to lead toward the upside for both 2022 and 2023. Inflation was at 5.4% in May 2022, the highest since November 2018 when the rise in commodity prices reached 6.1%. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas said, and quote, while domestic inflation is seen to remain elevated in the near term as a result of supply-side factors linked to volatile global commodity prices, inflation is expected to revert to the government's target range of 2% to 4% by the year 2023. Given these considerations, the central bank reiterated its support for urgent and coordinated efforts of government agencies to ensure adequate domestic food supply. Direct and targeted interventions made by the national government will be critical in tempering the impact of persistent supply-side pressures on prices and wage setting. The central bank said it will remain vigilant over emerging price and output conditions and will undertake necessary action to ensure that monetary policy settings remain appropriately calibrated, consistent with the Banco Central and Filipinas' price and financial stability mandates. But while Congressman Salceda pointed to growth levels in the first quarter, he believes an economic super typhoon will hit the Philippines. And that will have implications on growth, investment, borrowing costs for the economy, Congressman Salceda added. Congressman Salceda said, and quote, no matter how strong the house is or how clean the living room is or how good the cooks are, we will still be flooded outside. Broker Tutorial Asia said its view has always been to embrace rate adjustments in the context of the long run that is to strategize funds around changing risk premiums. The recessionary impact in the medium term is likely to be offset by a corrected inflation print anyway. The broker said the price to earnings of the Philippine Stock Exchange Index is under 14 times and some bargain hunting plays may occur this week until headwinds subside. 
Immediate support for the main index is at 6,200 points and resistance at 6,500 points. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to buy when its support price holds on the stock of JG Summit Holdings Incorporated after it was able to recover some footing following a massive sell-down on Wednesday. However, the broker said JG Summit concluded the recent session at 48 pesos and 50 centavos with a marginal gain of 0.83%, but remained below its opening price of 49 pesos. The broker said this, coupled with the still increasing selling momentum, indicates that the bears are not willing to let go of JG Summit yet. Regina Capital gave a support price for the stock between 47 pesos to 48 pesos and 10 centavos. The shares of JG Summit Holdings Incorporated closed last Friday at 48 pesos and 25 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital advised to buy on pullbacks on the stock of Aboitis Equity Ventures Incorporated, as its technical readings show the bull's intention to bring Aboitis Equity Ventures to higher price levels in the coming days. Regina Capital said that, however, based on the indicators, it may still not be an easy task to do. The indicators are still filled with bearish sentiment, the broker said. Regina Capital said that, simply put, the downward bias would likely limit the gains of Aboitis Equity Ventures. The shares of Aboitis Equity Ventures closed last week at 48 pesos and 65 centavos apiece. For the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. PAGASA issued its weekly weather outlook at 12 o'clock p.m. of June 17, 2022, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of June 24, 2022. The weather agency said that beginning June 17 until Friday, June 24, cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms are expected over the Bicol region, Visayas, and Mindanao caused by the oscillation of an intertropical convergence zone. Pagasa said Metro Manila and the rest of Luzon will experience warm and humid weather conditions with chances of isolated afternoon or evening rain showers or thunderstorms. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Broader Look Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks too to Business Mirror reporters Joby Marie de la Cruz for the story on Congressman Joey Salceda and to Kai Ordinario for the story on the Central Bank. This is then Sestopas of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.